Homage to the Blessed One, Noble One, the Rightly Self-Awakened One. Homage to the Blessed One, Noble One, the Rightly Self-Awakened One. Homage to the Blessed One, Noble One, the Rightly Self-Awakened One. Welcome to all the monks and novices and blessings to all the laity. Today is Friday, the 6th of November, 2020, where our Dhamma group has stopped discussing Dhamma for a total of four weeks. This has been because of the Katina season and we have gone to Anumodana with the Katina ceremonies in various monasteries. And this is the Lord Buddha's great metta, loving-kindness and karuna, compassion, that gave the allowance for monks to be able to receive katina cloth from the faithful laity. The laity have brought this katina cloth as a principal offering, as well as donations and other requisites, in order to support the Buddha sasana, the dispensation of the Buddha. You have also likely been engaged in various duties and activities over this period. Whatever the case, we have come now to the 11th month of the year 2020, and we can see that in terms of that time, it goes by very quickly. Time, it swallows up all living beings, and time also swallows up itself as well. All those things will be swallowed up with time as they cannot stay and abide permanently. There is nothing that is sheltered or protected from this. And this world has nothing in it that is truly one's own. We have to leave all things and pass on. We can have possession of all these things in this world only for a period of time. But if the heart of a person does not build any goodness, then this is having been born already and dying without any benefit. As the Lord Buddha said about a person who lives to a hundred years old but does not create any goodness, they haven't created the mind that has experienced periods of calm through making merit, giving alms, keeping the moral precepts, or through bhavana, mental development, or by investigating into dhamma and having inner satisfaction. If we practice like this, our lives will have great value. But if a person has been born for a hundred years but hasn't built goodness like this, then this is called that they have gained very little value from it. But I have the confidence in all of us, the monks, novices and laity, who all have great faith, from all the young children, the students who are determined to study while also being interested in learning Dhamma as well. And the important aspect is to have a teacher who is the leader to teach, to persuade, recommend and explain Dhamma for them to understand more deeply. This plants the seeds for awakening from childhood. And to all the monks and novices from all the places around this world who are able to live due to the metta, karuna and faith of the laity who support the Buddha sasana and offer the four requisites to them. Then the monks and novices have the opportunity to learn and study the Buddha's words and teachings. Having studied it, 
They may not yet fully understand what they are studying, but they have to practice it in order to see and know it again with clarity. Pariyati, the study of the theory of Dhamma is good, like King Milinda, who wanted to learn about Buddhism and went to go meet with Venerable Nagasena. Venerable Nagasena had the highest level of knowledge and experience in terms of Pariyati. He had memorized the Tripitaka and was able to explain it deeply, and he was able to convert King Melinda to come have faith in the Buddha Sasana. He taught the laity and was able to lead them to attain to Sodopana, stream entry. But he came to think that, I have this knowledge to this extent, and can explain the Dhamma so clearly that other people can understand the Dhamma, but for myself, I have not gained any noble attainment. So he went to go live alone in the forest. We call this Gaya Viveka, or peace and seclusion. In common language, this is seclusion, finding a quiet place that is not busy. When this body is not in a busy place, then one trains their mind. He trained his mind for only a short time, and his mind became incredibly calm. This was because he had a lot of barami, spiritual development from the past. The mind gathered in deep calm, and he contemplated with wisdom. The mind was calm and secluded, and he contemplated until there were no more mental defilements in his heart. He attained to the highest kind of arahant, that is, with pati sambitayana, he had analytical knowledge in teaching and led to many monks, novices and laity to have great faith. And for us, we are trying to practice training our minds, doing meditation and making one's heart firmly concentrated in accordance with the teachings of the Lord Buddha. So this shows that we are people with great merit and spiritual development already. There is peace, inner joy and happiness that arises from Dhamma practice, from our contemplations and from the building of goodness. We are humbling the heart to search for Dhamma, that is searching for the Swakata Dhamma. We have to humble our hearts to have Dhamma. Then when our hearts have Dhamma, our hearts will suffer less. But if our heart has no Dhamma, then our suffering will multiply. Because of what? Because this world is always incomplete, unsatisfied. It is a slave to defilements and craving. Here, the Lord Buddha taught and instructed one monk who had extensive knowledge and expertise. His name was Ratapala. This venerable Ratapala travelled back to his hometown and he was the son of a very wealthy man living in a certain city. He went back to his home and met his father who didn't recognize him as he was going for alms in front of their house. As is normal for a rich person, they had leftover food that they throw out, but it was still fine to eat. So Venerable Ratapala told the person who was throwing out the food to give it as arms instead of throwing it out, so that it would at least have benefit. 
Later, he went for arms again, and the wealthy man then knew that it was his son, and asked, Why are you eating food like this, when our house has plentiful food? Venerable Ratapala said that it was the tradition that the Buddha taught to take going for alms as a daily routine. The wealthy man understood. And Venerable Ratapala taught King Koravya. King Koravya asked, Why did you renounce the world to ordain when you had everything materially? He said that in any world there is no permanence and no one is sheltered or protected from it. And he taught the four summaries of Dhamma to King Koravya. The four summaries of Dhamma was that life in any world is not sustainable. Even though one may still be young and have been able to go through war and been able to escape from death. But when one is older, an adult gradually ages to become elderly. In the past they were a child, then they were twenty years old. 30 years, 40, 50 to 60 years or more, or 70 to 80 years already. With every step we take, there is decay occurring in this world, aging coming relentlessly. It is not sustainable at all. What we have here now, soon it will be no more. We won't have any more steps to take and no more breath in or out. So knowing the in and out breath, meditating, knowing the breath as it goes in and goes out, or it can be with the word butto, breathing in but, breathing out to, or without any mantra is fine too, just inhale and exhale with knowing. Or some people will count their in breath 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and out breath 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. This makes our mind calm and peaceful. Our mind is secluded. Our mind is calm. It is peaceful. Even if we are alone, or we are in the Dhamma center, or the monks are in the monastery together with many other monks, but we close our eyes to meditate, and the mind is peaceful. How is it peaceful? When we see the arising, persisting, and ceasing of the breath. This is wisdom. It's wisdom. This wisdom has more value than all types of wealth because wisdom will follow us as well. But all the material wealth, we use it only in this world. But if someone has wisdom, they will change material wealth into noble wealth to build goodness to be in our hearts. When we know this in and out breath like this, we see arising, persisting and ceasing then we will understand that aging is coming closer. What we have is not lasting. There is a rising and ceasing with every breath. The Lord Buddha taught us not to be heedless. The Buddha had mindfulness constantly at all times. He was always contemplating death constantly with every in and out breath. Even though Venerable Ananda contemplated death seven times a day, the Lord Buddha said that it's too little, Ananda. The Tathagata contemplates death with every in and out breath. So we try to practice training to have calm of the body, calm of the mind. In this online social world, it can be very intense. 
In one day, the amount of information we receive is a lot. But the more we are interested in this online world, then the more we will be very agitated. Then the likelihood that we can calm our minds is even less. Therefore, we have to have time for ourselves, for the peace and seclusion of the body and the mind, so that we can contemplate for Dhamma to arise, and then we can let go and put things down. Because if we don't let go and put things down, then the thing that binds us, which we are already a slave to, will take us to another life in the future. But with each birth, there are people who are born in each life in order to build more barami, in every life and every existence. Some people may wish to be free from suffering in this life, but even if they can't, then they will aspire to it again, keep building barami, until one day they would be able to escape from suffering. Or to look at it simply, it is becoming freed from suffering little by little, trying to get away from suffering little by little. Therefore, we must make our minds peaceful and cool. For us to get to the mind that is peaceful, the Lord Buddha said to know this in and out breath. Here, Venerable Ratapala taught this profound Dhamma to teach King Koravya that this world has no shelter and there is nothing as its protector. Aging, sickness and death is its chief. It is not sustainable at all. There is nothing that can give shelter from it. If we are in pain, there is no one that can share our pain. Nothing can protect us from it. Therefore, we have to come and do our own practice. We train our own mind. When nothing can be ours like this, then what is it of great value? It is the mind that has been developed with our mindfulness and wisdom. This is what Venerable Ratapala taught King Koravya, and then he gained faith in the Buddha Sasana. We are considered to have merit, spiritual development, and wisdom. The novices and monks have the faith to renounce to study about Buddhism, to practice and to understand it deeply. Because there are four things that deteriorate, aging, illness, deterioration of wealth, loss from all your relatives. We should know this well already. So we have stopped this Dhamma session for four weeks now, and I hope that during this period you have been able to practice and meditate. You have built merit and barami together. Making merit and doing dana regularly and supporting the Buddha Sasana according to your strength. I anumotana with all the monks and novices who practice bhavana and stay in the Dhamma and Vinaya of the Lord Buddha, as well as all of you who are established in morality, in goodness, in dana, sila, bhavana, who are determined to practice and to help the work of the Buddha Sasana, especially during the Katina season, by each helping out in different ways. This is all done in harmony and unity, and the Lord Buddha said that these will all give us benefits. The rightly established mind keeps building Bharami until the attainment of Nibbana. May you all prosper in your Dhamma practice and Bhavana. 
May all the monks and novices understand deeply into the Dhamma, the teachings of the Buddha. May you all grow in blessings.